0: He's a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst.
1: Craig Biggin?
0: Together they bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent tr- 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 <laughs> truth. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Welcome, welcome. You know listen to the transparent truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. It's Friday. Five-star Friday. And I got my man, GB. Greg Biggins, what up?
1: What up? We got a five-star joining us a little bit later on. Kind of excited
0: about that. Yeah, pretty good interview, man. Dude, mm- great interview. Yeah, no question about it. We got five-star quarterback per 247 composite Chris Steele, St. John Moscow High School corner safety safety corner we're gonna talk a little bit about that gb i think you brought us some good suggestions i got for some him.
1: strategies yeah, you do me chris king co-dc's i think this is a good this could work
0: this could work until you match up with price young
1: hey you know we'll get deal with that later for we <laughs> we've got to, you know baby steps right now cross that bridge when you get there, absolutely huh? absolutely
0: before we let you listen to the chris steel greg biggins interview we got to remind you about our Sleeper of the Week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body Diagnostics. That's five-star stuff.
1: This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find
0: the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free! free! Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. And here we go. I'm coming to you we got the Chris Steele interview. Greg Biggins does a great job facilitating this interview. And uh, buckle up and take a ride with my boy, G.B., interviewing one of the top corners in America, Chris Steele, St. John Bosco. Here we go. All right, we are now joined by five-star cornerback based on 247 Composite. Chris Steele out of St. John Bosco High School. C. Steele, what's up? How you feeling?
2: I'm feeling good, man. You know, just out here working.
0: I hear you, man. I know you're in school right now. We're trying to get a couple of minutes of your time. I got my man GB here with me. He's gonna shoot you some questions and make sure and always give him the transparent truth. Oh,
1: yeah, hey, Chris, I, got I need more than I need more than a couple of minutes from you. What's your What's your next class? Can we Can we miss this class? I need like a half hour, Chris Steele. We got a whole. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. Oh,
2: yeah,
1: I'm at break right now, so I'm good. So, I want to talk about, you know, you've been all over the place. You've been to LSU for about three or four days. You've been to Texas A&M. You've been to Oregon. You've been to USC locally. Um, I want to know about those trips. I want to talk junior year at Bosco. I want to talk motivation coming into this year. I want to talk modern-day football. I want to talk how you became a fan of of football, period. So, um, let's just keep it with the present, though. This past weekend, you took a visit to Texas A&M. And uh, you played in the seven-on-seven tournament out there. If you can, first off, give me a little update on how the Aggie trip was. How'd you like it out there in College Station? What was your uh, what was your overall impressions of Texas A&M? Oh
2: man, you know I enjoyed it a lot. You know it's a little different since I'm a I'm a Cali boy, born, born and raised. So, you know it was a little different, but uh, I had a really good time. You know I went to the little basketball game they played against Kentucky, and it was like it's a real college town. You know that whole little. Um, that whole little city, that whole, this, the city surrounding College Station, it's like, it's all Texas A&M football, you know, it was, it was really different for me because, you know, in California, there's, you got USC fans, UCLA fans, Cal fans, Stanford fans, out there, it's, you either Texas A&M or Texas, and it's like, football is really everything out there, so that was really the main thing I took out of it, you know, SEC football,
1: the best football, really. Now, come on now, Chris, now, one, one, one thing, I do have to I do have a bone to pick with you, and it involves, did I see you tweet about Whataburger? Don't oh be that my guy. Gosh. Come on now. Don't so, be that guy. It was guy so good. Gonna... <laughs> I've had it before. It kinda, you know what, it kind of reminds me of like, it's like a poor man's Burger King Whopper. That's kind I of, would, I, I would go, you got your In-N-Out. You got your Carlos Jr. famous star, your B- Burger King, and then I would go Whataburger, probably behind behind Carlos Jr. and Burger King. Am I, am I close no. on that or am I way off? You're way off. I, I'd say Whataburger over anything, really. That's, it was good. It's becoming way too trendy for a, a California guy to go out to Texas and start promoting their their hammockers, Chris. You, you got to put that's, a stop to this, right? This is serious stuff. <laughs> that did, did that's sweet and did spicy they, bacon burger. <laughs> <laughs> Man, did they take you to Wings and More? You know what that no, place I didn't about? Try, no, I didn't try that. If you go back, so I've, I've been to College Station a few times, and we always say on our trips, Doing the Nike camp, we'd always say, "Hey, take us where you take the recruits to." That's where we wanted to go for dinner the night before a camp, and they'd take us to Wings and More, which is this awesome little chicken wing place right there in College Station. If next time you go back, if you go back, you gotta check that out. Which kind of leads to my, to my next question: uh, Do you like A&M right now enough to maybe go back for an for an official visit? Oh
2: yeah, definitely. You know, I was talking to Coach Elko about it, and uh, I'm planning on hopefully
1: officially visiting for the uh, Clemson game as game two of the season. So. We'll see what happens. So are we delaying our decision now, Chris? And the last time we talked, the plan was to yeah, take a couple unofficial or a couple official trips this spring and then make a late summer commitment. You wanted to be dialed in, ready for Bosca this year. Are you kind of pushing your, your commitment date back a little bit now? Yeah, now I kind of feel like I have to just to give every school a chance to
2: not take a few offers since the last time we talked about it. So um, I think I'll, I'll be committing sometime during the season, but definitely okay. before league.
1: So, no, no, you don't want to rush it, which is a wise decision. Um, if you can, you play in a 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. Well, how was that different than your typical, and I'm sure you heard of, about the nonsense that went on at the 7-on-7 seven seven tournament out here in Southern California, but that was kind of atypical. You, you played in a handful of, of tournaments out here. Was it different playing in a Texas 7-on-7? Seven seven?
2: man it was way different you know everybody out there I, I feel like it was, it was a little more competitive you know And uh, in Cali it's like you don't really have that competitiveness that uh, those Texas kids had out there you know it was really different but really it's like it, it's kind of like their mindset is different you know like athleticism we're, we're, we're really the same but uh, because the mindset out there is way different because they they live football really
1: that's what they live for so you sense a little bit more passion. A little little more oh, hunger. Yeah. A little more dog in the Texas voice. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, to be honest, yeah. That's exactly what it is. How did you guys do? How did your did you play with Fast with 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 the Fast Houston team? Is that the team you played with? Yeah, that's
2: what I was playing with. We did we did really well. We won uh we won yeah. both games. We played against um a team called K B three. You know, they got some pretty good dudes on that team, Jalen Curry, Grant Gunner, Marquise Beason.
1: So um, it, it was good playing against them. Now, what was the? Who was the guy you were calling out on Twitter? What was that all about? Was that a guy you went up against, or is that a teammate that was on your team or a different team? How, how that? How did all that start up? I gotta ask about that question.
2: <laughs> Bobby, Wolf, He plays for. Uh, he's a little Texas A&M commit, so you know he was kind of. Uh, he's kind of upset that Texas A&M is looking at uh, some Cali kids now. So you know, <laughs> I had to. I had to shut all of that down.
1: Yeah, you're not shy. You're not shy about, about shutting anyone down, are you, Chris? That's all I've said about you over the last couple of years. Oh, no, not at all. So Texas A&M was a successful trip. Did you get a chance to talk to, you mentioned Coach Alco. What about Coach Fisher?
2: Coach Fisher, he actually left probably two hours before I got there because, you know, his son played 7-on-7 seven seven for uh, Team Texas Elite, I think. So I think okay. that had something going on there, so he had to be with his son.
1: So before Texas A&M, you were at LSU for a good amount of time. You were there for, what's it, like four days? Yeah, four days. If you can, break down that trip for me. What did you like most? What stood out the most about, you know, the campus? Did you get a chance to meet with all those coaches, with Coach Orgeron in the house? What was the what was the trip to Baton Rouge all about?
2: Man, you know,
1: first off, I'm going to start by saying that food.
2: that food. That food was great. I went to a place called Chime's. You know, I had some of the best red beans and rice I ever had. But um, as far as like the school and stuff, it was a it was a really great experience. You know, that's they uh, they claimed that title of D V U, and um, you know, Coach Raymond he kind of he could kind of uh, he could I guess I guess you could say that he could really uh, he could really claim that because of all the dudes that he has in the league. You um, know, it was a really good experience. I got to talk to all the coaches, Coach O. Um. He showed me a lot of love. You know, we uh, me and him had a lot a long conversation on my last day there, and um, you know, he let me know how big I am uh, for the program, how big of an impact I would have if I came in just because of uh, all the dudes that they leave. Because you know, if you're a DBA at LSU, nine times out of ten you're three and out. So um, they always have to reload, and uh, they're always looking for fresh dudes to come in and play
1: right off the bat. So um, you know, the the trip was really successful. So you were there for for four days. What 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 did you? That's like double you know, an official visit. What did you do for four days? Other than you say one day, I'm assuming it was a little campus tour and some of the facilities, talk to the coaches, but what else did you do out there for three days? Uh, you know, there was a basketball
2: game out there, so I got to hang out with some of the players, you know, uh, Kerry Vincent. I got to hang
1: out with some of the dudes like that, Todd Harris, the greedy. I got to hang out with all those dudes too, so that was fun. That was Okay. Now, I'm not going to argue with you about the food, because I've been out there a couple times, and, and I'll tell you what, I'm not a huge seafood guy, but the, the food at, at Mike Anderson's, if you ever go back there, I'm, I am like I'm giving you way too many food tips, but Mike Anderson's is the best restaurant I've ever been to for seafood on the Nike Camp Tour, so put that in your back pocket if you do plan to go back, which I guess I probably should ask you right now, do you plan to go back? You mentioned a and you want to go take an official visit is, is, is LSU are they gonna get an official trip as well oh yeah definitely so right now who I know refresh me you gave me a couple dates already I've already forgotten them but you have an official visit with with Louisville correct yes sir and who's the other one In Oklahoma yes sir so Oklahoma's getting one Louisville's getting one A&M is now gonna get one LSU is going to get one. That leaves you with just one trip left. Who was in the running for that last trip? Um, it would really be between
2: uh, USC, UW, or probably
1: Oregon, because so, you know I love I love I love Oregon. So I gotta get back out there. Okay. Now, at one point, you mentioned Texas a little bit. The Longhorns. Are they still kind of in the in the in the small group of of schools you have right now, or are they kind of slipping a little bit? You kind of feel like. You, you don't only need to visit A&M or, or Texas, and you've already got A&M locked in, or what's the, what's the interest on the like with the Horns? Uh, you know, I definitely have a lot of interest in
2: Texas. You know, Coach Washington, he's a really really great coach. He definitely knows he's going to get me ready for the next level, but um, I don't think I want to take an official there. Well, I mean, a lot a
1: lot could change, but as of right now, sure, I, don't sure. think I, an, I don't think I'll take an official there. Okay. Do you have any more unofficials coming up the rest of the – you know upcoming spring or even in the summer any schools that you definitely want to try to get out to unofficially or is this with the A&M one up the last one that you're paying for and from now on it's gonna you know let them pay for it
2: I I'm planning on visiting uh Miami really soon, and that's one of the schools I left out uh, you know there they're definitely uh, up there, top three, top four. So, okay. um, I'll probably that that'll probably be one of my uh, efficiency. you know, it, it really just depends on how everything plays out. You know, I might okay have to have to switch a few visits up. But uh, you know, I definitely want to visit Miami, either officially or unofficially.
1: You know, I just I just want to get out there. Yeah, what stands out about Miami? What has you intrigued about the Canes right now? everything, really, I mean, you know, they just have that savage mentality, and I
2: like that about them, you know, they don't really, I'm the only West Coast uh, DB that they've offered, so I know they have a lot of interest, and you know, that really means a lot to me, you know, I talk to Coach Banda, Coach Rump, almost every day, you know, uh, they really let me know early on that I'm a, uh, I'm a priority for them, and it kind of shows just by them offering me a scholarship to, to go there, I mean, you, know, you, have, you have to be a certain type of player to be able to play at Miami, you know, you have to be able to so obviously covered pretty well. But the main thing is the physicality. You have to be really physical to play at a school like that. You know, a lot of kids aren't
1: built for uh, the youth. But Chris Steele definitely sees himself built for the youth, sounds like. You're ready to go in there and, and make a name for yourself. That was like oh, a yeah, lot back in the day. Oh, yeah, I already know. <laughs> now, uh, Oregon the Ducks you took a visit there a few weeks back you saw a basketball game had a great trip Uh, if you can kind of give me a couple highlights you know I I, you've already told me but you know for those listening uh, what stood out the most about your time in Eugene
2: what stood out the most would have to be my one-on-one time with coach Dante you know we broke down uh, we broke down my film we sat there and broke down my film and what I liked about him is that uh, you know it was a lot different from the rest of my videos. You know, the rest of my videos, they're sitting there pumping my head up about uh, all the good plays I had. But Coach said he, him, him and the staff, they really, they really dug deep into my film, um, you know, and looked for all my worst plays and we broke those down. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, I really, I really like that because, uh, you know, he, he taught me a lot of stuff for no more than probably 45 minutes that we were in there, you know. We had to break down my film. He just taught me, so he taught me a lot of new things. So I know, if I go there you No, know, my my as far as football goes, my goal is to go to the NFL and I know Coach Dante's one of the best at it. You know, he's real young. But yet yeah, he has uh, he has a lot of experience. He has a lot of experience no, under I- his belt, so
1: yeah, yeah, no, Dante's, Dante's a great dude, great coach. Um, can't let you get away without asking about the local school, USC. You, you, I'm sure you, you hear all the rumors and you get the talk about, you know, Chris Dill, heavy lean to SC. Right now, if you can, talk about your interest in USC. What do you like most about them? And, and answer the question, you know, are you sincerely looking at other schools outside of USC right now? I know mean, you've got these official trips, but at the end of the day, is it going to be tough to get you away from Southern California?
2: Uh, you know, USC—that's that's my home school. I mean, uh, they're always gonna have a special place in my heart, even if I don't go there, just because you know I grew up really—that—that—that's where I went to go watch play them in UCLA. So um, you know, it's—it's it's gonna be—I wouldn't say it's gonna be tough for me to uh, to leave California. You know, I'm really open to that. Just, I'm looking for a place that um, that's gonna have me prepared for uh for football and then life after football as well and if uh sc happens to be the place like a lot of people think it is and that's one second one second yeah and that's if uh, if sc happens to be the place and that's where i end up but if um if i find if i find the right fit for me somewhere else then that's just what it's gonna be really
1: okay that makes sense kind of keeping it in open when was the last time you were on campus at usc and uh and if so kind of talk about that visit what went down and, and what did you do and and uh who do you connect with the most when you're on the usc campus
2: i was actually on campus uh yesterday just yesterday and, uh, oh yeah you know i'm there quite frequently and i <laughs> i uh, have a really i have a really great relationship with the whole staff i mean um but mainly, Coach Helton, you know, thats that's my guy. Me and Coach Helton, you know, we've got really tight over these past two years. And you know, he's been recruiting me really hard. He always lets me know how uh, how big a priority I am for him. And um, you know, me and him, our relationship is is great. I would say, you know, I'm I'm uh, I have a good relationship with Coach Bradford, of course. You know, Gavin, me and Gavin are are really close. So, you know, it's it's. That's uh, that, They're always going to have a best place in my heart just because of the people that are there, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear ya. No, let's switch up a little bit, Chris. I know you're probably up against the clock, but you have, you're have you a 4.0 student, so you know what? You can miss a class for the transparent truth, Chris. I know your pops will be okay with that. Let's talk about <laughs> St. John Bosco football for a second. You want a state title as a sophomore, huge expectations, coming back as a junior. If you can, kind of, you know, now you're, you're far enough removed away from your junior season to kind of give a, a pretty accurate, you know, look back at it. Would you say you, and when I say you, I don't mean you, I mean like the Bosco season for you, not your own personal performance, but were, were you happy with the season? Was it a disappointment? Was it something you learned from? If you can, just give me the whole junior year for you at Bosco in a nutshell. Break that down for me.
2: So uh, First, I'll talk about as a team, as a team. I was really, uh, I, I'm. I was kind of disappointed because you know, we were held to such a high standard and you know, I feel like we let the uh, the Bosco family down by uh, playing the way we did in uh, certain games. I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. You know, um, but I know for a fact that we'll we'll come back this season uh, more prepared than ever. You know, my guys are ready. We're hungry. We're trying to get back to uh, to where we need to be. And uh, that's the state championship. You know, winning a national championship before we leave, before me and the seniors leave. Yeah, personally, I feel like I had a pretty good season, but at the same time, there's a lot of stuff um, that I need to work on. You know, as soon as the season ended, I was back in the lab a week later. So you know, there's really you no, know, there's a lot of room for improvement. But I still feel like I had a, I had a, I feel like I had a good season. You know, showed what I could, what I could do. But um, there's still a lot of stuff that I, that I do have to work on.
1: Now let's talk specifics. You know, again, I, I, I hope I'm not I'm not going to a to a dark place for you, Chris. But I, I got to go there. So let's talk about the modern day games. Um, you know, the CF Championship one. You played them in league play. It was uh, it was you know a pretty close game. DJ's first game. You get a rematch with them Just like the year before. You guys lost the first one. You came and bounced them the second time around as a sophomore. This time, have you watched the film of that game yet? For the, 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 yeah, the championship game. Have you watched that tape at all? And if so, what what stands out the most about that game? You know, I've watched it probably about 25 times since, since, uh, <laughs> since the
2: season. And, you know, I just, just want to see, uh, see uh, what mistakes we made and make sure we don't made those mistakes uh, this upcoming year. And um, really, what I took out of watching watching film was um, it kind of seemed like our confidence just wasn't there that game. You know, we uh, we beat Centennial the week before or uh, two weeks before, and um, it kind of seemed like that was we felt like that was it for us. Like, okay, we beat Centennial pretty uh, pretty convincingly, and that, that's it. But um, you know, we didn't really defensively we didn't execute our game plan. You know, we um, we worked on stuff all week. You know, we get in the game and it's like, you know, uh, we're not calling the right plays. We're calling stuff that we didn't even game plan for. So, you know, it's just making the whole defense look real bad. And uh, at the end of the day, JT is going to be JT. You sure. Can, uh, you, you, you know, we gotta we, we have to be able to contain him. And we didn't really do that. We let him run around the park for too much, for too long. And, uh, you know, he, he is earning it out there.
1: What was the game plan? And this isn't a slight at all on any of the coaching staff because, you know, I, I love all the coaches. But going in, what, what was the specific game plan? Was it to attack and blitz JT? Was it to drop guys back, maybe double team a couple guys? What, what, was the, what was the whole strategy like, you know, the week of the game?
2: It was really a mixture of both. You know, um, we prepared all week to, uh, to keep JT in the pocket. Don't let him run around. Don't give him too much time. So we knew we had to get pressure on him. But at the same time, we had to be able to cover for at least four seconds. And, uh, you know, that was really the game plan. You know, we did have a couple double teams going on. And, um, you know, the game, the game plan, it actually would have worked really well if we would have executed it. You know, Coach King, in my opinion, is the best defense coordinator in high school football. So um, he definitely had a, a great game plan for us, and uh, you know we just we just didn't execute as a team. You know there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, wrong plays being being called on the field and stuff. So you know it just it made us look really really bad as a, uh, <laughs> as a defense.
1: <laughs> so now we're moving forward, which I know you already have. What are you doing personally this off season to get be- to, to get better as a football player?
2: Man, I'm in the lab. Literally every single day, you know, just working on the on the little things, coming out of my breaks faster, you know, um, stuff like that. You know, just uh, my progression. You know, reading reading the quarterback's eyes a little bit better. You know, my pre-snap, me, my pre-snap reads and everything. That's really what I'm working on. And uh, you know, my strength and speed. You know, I'm trying to get a little bit bigger. I gained a lot of weight since since uh, the season and So I'm just working on getting bigger and faster, and uh, you know, just being the most dominant player I could be.
1: So you got some new players You got some, some some Reinforcements coming in You got Trent McDuffie We got Spencer Lytle We have uh, I know I'm missing some We got Titus Kohler A lot of guys That can come in And make a difference How are the new guys Coming along And, and how You know Do you see them Helping the team This coming season
2: Oh yeah They're definitely Going to help us a lot I mean um, You know Trent He's a really Versatile player He could play offense He can play defense He could play nickel safety and He can really play Anything on the field And um I think he's I think he's pretty good and Titus man Titus he's uh he's a real big like he's really he's real physical so I like that about him and um you know I feel like we're gonna be able to do some some great things this year we just need it once we get that uh once we get that bond once we, once we get that connection going and uh you know I don't really think too many offense are gonna be able to do much on this
1: so what do you think about this idea Chris don't don't get mad and, and smack next time I see you I know you're a college corner but what do you think about this idea what about Chris Field moving to safety for the senior year of high school? The senior high school. You, I don't, are, I, let, I me, mean, let me tell no. you why. You, let, let me tell you why first, Chris. Are you, are you, are you, you have an open ear right now, or do you already shut me down? Have you already shut? I uh, know. Said this guy is. Uh, no. you, you know year, I'm open for everything. I'm, uh, I'm I'm listening. Last year we had some players that played safety who. Sometimes it's like they kind of miss miss assignments, if we're going to be nice and polite about that, right? You, You are one of the smartest high football IQ guys I know. And if you're playing corner, we know what you're going to do. You're going to shut down your guy and not have any chances to make a play. And that's got to be kind of boring for you. But if you're playing free safety, you're making all the calls, the correct calls, you're making the right checks, you're in the right position, and now you're roaming everywhere. You're not just playing on one island. You're playing all over the secondary. You're going to have at least five or six interceptions next year, maybe a couple going back to the house. You got McDuffie over here. You got P3. You got Titus in front of you. You got Jake Bailey playing the nickel. How is that secondary looking now, Chris? Should I, should I tell Chris King this by my, my strategy? Will this work? Oh, uh, you know. I'm, you know I'm open to anything. That's. If that's what I need to
2: do to help my team, you know I'm gonna do it. And uh, you know I, I mean I know I know the defense like the back of my hand, so I, I'm I'm open to anything really. If it's if it's gonna help my team get to where we need to be, then I'm ready for it. But um, you know it, it I don't think it's a bad idea. But uh, you know I just been playing corner for so long, and I love I love being on that island. Now, if you know me, you know I love being on that island. I true. know you do,
1: man. I know you love that island. But I want Chris. Still, I want you to make plays. And you standing there on an island with the ball not coming to you, you're not going to be able to do a, a, as much or impact the game as much as you could if you're roaming, playing all over the field. I want I want Chris Still to have six picks and two for touchdowns next year. That's going to be awful oh, tough yeah. if the ball's never thrown your direction the whole entire game. And You don't want to be playing corner and having the safeties call the wrong protections or they call the wrong coverages, which we all know happens from time to time. Am I oh, right? Yeah, or definitely. Am I right on that one? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you're you're right on that one. But um, you know, like I said, I'm I'm really open to whatever. If that's what my coaches feel like, uh, if that's what my coaches feel like, that's what I need to do. If they feel like that's what I need to do to help the team win this national championship, like I think we're gonna do, then um, you know, then I'm I'm all for it.
1: I like it, Chris. I like it, man. I'm looking forward to going going to Bosco practices and you know, getting the field and, and talking to Chris King and game planning with him. Me and Chris King this year, co DCs. What do you think? GB. And oh, yeah, I love <laughs> well, hey, Dude, I know I've taken you way longer than 15 minutes, and I promised you, but uh, it's always good catching up, man. You're one of my favorite guys. Classic all the way. Great student, athlete. Thanks for coming on, man. This is going uh, to be fun to watch your development, watch John Bosco this year. And, uh, yeah, man, keep doing your thing. Keep grinding in the classroom, and, and uh, just keep working hard, man. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate you, Chris. Oh, yeah, no problem. Have a good one. You too, buddy. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's Chris Steele,
0: five-star quarterback, St. John Bosco High School, here on The Transparent Truth. And we're back, and we appreciate Chris Steele for joining us on The Transparent Truth. We appreciate you taking a ride with us. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. From my man, GV, this is Coach Keith signing off. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.